Greetings, buckaroos. This is Dr. Chuck Tingle with another exciting episode of my big time show. And I am so excited to be here with you to talk on our ways of love and laughter and our own unique trots that make this timeline a better place. Speaking on unique trots, I have recently gone to an event named of Comics Con in Sands Diego, the city of waves, and I had so much dang fun, but also learned an important lesson about the Buckaroo Way. In Comics Con, creatures from all over the place, from every timeline you can think of, just trot around and take each other's picture. There is handsome Mario's from the hit game Get Out of Here Turtle, You're Scary as Heck. My name is Mario and I must jump. And also game name of Have You Seen a Hog This Fast? Also, I am blue. And also, these are my rings. So th- those are some big time games there. Uh, b- 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 th- there are also movie stars like Mark's Hamble from Stars War and Yo-Yo and also evil villain of it all name of Binks. But top big timers of all at Comics Con are just who you would think. Dying superheroes. When I was there in City of Waves, I saw everyone. Mike Mikers the Batman, Thorn, Handsome Bob Downey, Jay Leno as the Jokester, and even the original big-timer himself, Supersman. But most of all, I wanted to meet Surfman, who, who is king of the ocean, and, and maybe even king of the lake. If there's no ocean, we'll see. Anyway, kept my dang eyes peeled for Surfman the whole time. I uh, thought maybe he would be trotting along the beach, but when I looked there, he wasn't around. So then I checked in the big time convention center, yelling hard and loud, calling on Surfman, saying, Where the heck are you, Surfman? I uh, thought you were going to be here, going to surf on by in a handsome way. Even checked in the bathrooms to see if he was in there swimming around in the dang sink. Guess what, buddy? No Surfman. Uh, and then all of a sudden, friend of John, who takes me on trips in this way, said, Well, look over there, Chuck, there's Surfman. And I looked, said, oh, what the heck, that's not Surfman, that's just some guy with a giant fork and a suit of armor. Friend of John said, that's Surfman, Chuck, just look closer. So I looked and looked, and the next thing I know, I saw that he was made of dang fish. He, he did not have long hair this time, and he was not tanning away of the beach, but he had his own way, and that is important. So long story short, this made me realize how sometimes oh, what we think we are searching for will have an unexpected way. Sometimes we think we are looking for help with our teeth, when, when we really need help with our butt's heart, and that is the moral of the next tingler, name of of open wide for my handsome saber-toothed dentist, who was also a ghost. Never forget that books have covers, but, but they also have insides, and those are very important to understand their ways, just like Surfman, or maybe even a saber-toothed dentist ghost. Now listen in, as true buckaroo name of M. Lamar proves love is real by reading from this important tingler. Open wide for the handsome saber-toothed dentist who's also a ghost, by Chuck Tingle. Well, I've got some good news and some bad news, my dentist announces, leaning forward over me while I lie stretched out on the reclined dental chair at the center of his brilliant white office. He's got his fingers in my mouth but it feels like he expects me to respond, which would be quite difficult at the moment. 
Oh yes, I finally mumble, the words barely making it out through my lips. Which one do you want to hear first, my dentist asks. Turning around for a moment and grabbing another small tool off of the desk next to him. Good news, I decided. The good news is that you don't have a cavity, explained my dentist. Prodding around a bit with his new instrument, you don't have anything close. Your gums are great too. No swelling, no damage, no trauma of any kind. My dentist pulls his hands away again. Well, Dr. Pete, what's the bad news? I ask. Pete steps back a bit and then kicks a lever. A lever? 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 I think it's lever. Lever. I've heard it the other way too. Lever, lever. I'll say lever. It sounds lever less, sounds yeah, more lever. in character. Pete steps back a bit and then kicks a lever. Was I say a lever or lever? Lever. Pete steps back a bit and then kicks a lever at the base of my recliner, causing it to slowly begin drifting into an upward position once again. He hands me a cup of water. I gulp it down graciously. The bad news is that you still got a lot of pain and we don't know what's causing it. My dentist reminds me. I shake my head in frustration and confusion. When the pain in my tooth started, I figured it was a simple routine cavity, nothing more. But now, It is a mystery that has completely taken over my life. This is the second time I've been to see Pete about the pain. And after both appointments, he's come away with the same disappointing conclusion. As far as my dentist can tell, there shouldn't be anything wrong with me. So what do I do? I asked, getting desperate. The pain won't go away and it's getting harder and harder to eat. Pete's face is stoic and full of empathy, but also completely at a loss. I don't know, he says. I mean, we can give you painkillers, but that's about it right now. The only tangible issue is the pain. I don't want to be taking meds my whole life, I tell my dentist, trying to keep my cool. Can't you just pull the whole tooth out? If your pain was localized to the tooth itself, sure, Dr. Pete informs me. But the way you're describing it makes it sound like you're dealing with something that's deeply rooted. I let out a long sigh, closing my eyes in frustration. I know it's not fun, continues my dentist, but I'd like to prescribe you some painkillers to get you through the next few weeks. For all we know, It could be gone after that. Sometimes this stuff just sorts itself out. I nod, and then I stand from my chair as Pete hands me a slip of paper. Just bring that to your pharmacy, my dentist instructs. Thanks, I tell him, trying to muster up as much faith and goodwill as I can. 
I turn and head out into the waiting room, pressing my hands to the side of my face as I try my best to soothe my pain. By the time I get to the parking lot, I feel as if the discomfort has doubled in intensity. I need to get to the pharmacy quick. Fortunately, I'm not far from a drugstore that can take my prescription, and I immediately take off in that direction as quickly as I can. My tooth is aching so badly that I can barely focus on the road before me, but I do my best. I haven't gone far when I suddenly notice an absolutely enormous billboard towering over the street. As far as I could tell, it's brand new, and I certainly can't remember anything else being there the last time I had an appointment with Dr. Pete. Of course, advertisers can come and go, so the sudden erection... (laughs) So the sudden erection of such an object isn't what startles me. What takes me off guard as I drive past the enormous structure is just how targeted this particular ad is. Have a toothache that just won't go away, the sign reads. Looking for a prehistoric prescription? Come to Sabretooth Dentistry for thousands of years of experience. We catch things other guys don't. Next to these words is a large, handsome, saber-toothed cat, his smile wide and brilliant, with two large fangs protruding down either side of his mouth. I notice the address listed is incredibly close, just a few blocks away, and I'm suddenly faced with a huge decision and little time to make it. I could easily just continue on my way to the drugstore and cover up my problem with some painkillers. Or I could take another stab at getting to the real source. After only a moment's hesitation, I make up my mind, throwing on my blinker and taking off towards Sabretooth Dental. The place is easy to find, and moments later I pull up and park laughing to myself about the fact that this is the second dentist office I've been to today. I climb out and head inside. Hello there. A muscular, shirtless man greets me as I stroll into the waiting room. Do you have an appointment? I shake my head. New here, I inform him. I saw the billboard and thought you might be able to help me. The ripped secretary smiles. I think we might be able to sign in and one of our dental assistants will be right with you. I take a clipboard off of the desk and write my name, then head towards a nearby chair. I've only made a few steps before someone pokes their head out from a doorway and calls my name, Meeper Farmo. I'm sorry, what is that? Meeper Farmo? Meeper Farmo? Meeper Farmo, the dental assistant asks. That's me, I tell him, noticing that this man is just as handsome and toned as the secretary was. Come on in, and I'll get some information before the dentist is ready for you. 
the assistant explains. I step through the door and follow his handsome, shirtless man. <laughs> I step through... <laughs> okay. I step through the door and follow this handsome, shirtless man down a bright hallway, eventually turning into a small office and taking a seat across from one another. I'm Kiko, the dentist assistant tells me. What seems to be the problem today? Well, it's not just today, I inform him. I've had extreme pain in my tooth for about three weeks. It started out with a little discomfort, and now it's so bad that I can't even think straight. The problem is, my other dentist can't seem to figure out what's wrong with me. Kiko nods. We'll see if we can turn things around for you. I'm going to start by asking you a few questions. The dental assistant pulls out a clipboard and a pin. All right. Have you had tooth pain before? Questions Kiko. I shake my head. Not in this particular tooth, no. You floss every morning and night. The shirtless assistant asks. I hesitate. I'll put you down for no on that one, Kiko replies. All right. How cute is your butt? Excuse me? I ask. Not sure if I heard him correctly. Would you say your butt is cute? Kiko presses. What does that have to do with my tooth, I ask. A knowing expression crosses the face of my dental assistant, as if this situation is all too common in his line of work. You've been hurting for three weeks, and nothing else has worked, correct? Maybe you should try our method before you question it. He's right, and I know it. I just wasn't expecting to discuss the cuteness of my butt today. I think it's pretty hot, I finally admit. Pretty hot, Kiko repeats underneath his breath as he scribbles the words down. Very good. And how often do you get your butt pounded? What? I blurted. Are you serious? I'm afraid so, counters Kiko. This is important information. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think about this question for a moment. Once in college, but never again. Kiko's eyebrows rise up. I'm going to put you down for not very often then, he says. Then clicks his pin closed. All right. I think I've got all the information I need. Come with me to the chair. Dr. Tooth will be in to see you shortly. I follow the assistant out into the hallway once more, then down to another larger room than before. This one has a huge dental recliner in the middle with a standard white light hovering above. The walls are lined with shelves from top to bottom, and a tray full of instruments is laid out neatly to the side. I stop when I see the tray, not sure if my eyes are playing tricks on me. Everything all right, Kiko says. I sit down in the dental recliner, my eyes still glued to the organized assortment of tools. It looks as though the tray is full of anal beads and various butt plugs. But that couldn't possibly be the case. 
maybe these are used in some of those prehistoric techniques that I'm not quite familiar with yet. Oh, nothing, I say, trying to remain cool and collected. Good, the dental assistant says. Dr. Tooth will be right with you. Suddenly, I find myself completely alone in this brilliant sterile room, my heart pounding in my chest as I try to ignore the strangeness of the situation. On one hand, I'm incredibly nervous to be here at a brand new office with a brand new dentist. But the particularly unusual questions about my butt have me wondering about how professional this place really is. Still, there's a part of me, my brain, that is actually excited by the possibilities at hand. I'd be lying if I said that the sight of these rather phallic objects didn't turn me on in some deeply rooted way, filling my body with a mixture of both anxiety and arousal. I can sense my cock getting harder within my pants, swelling up even more with every passing second as I wait for this handsome dentist to arrive. Meeper, it's nice to meet you, comes a warm and soulful voice from behind me. I am Dr. Tooth. I turn to see a handsome saber-toothed cat into the office reaching out a hand and giving me a firm shake as he steps around the recliner. The dentist pulls out a chair of his own and sits across from me, immediately getting down to business. I hear you having lots of pain in your mouth, continues Dr. Tooth. Yeah, and it won't go away, I tell him. I'm desperate. Nobody can tell me what's wrong. Well, let's have a look, says Dr. Tooth, standing up again and stepping towards me. The massive prehistoric beast leans his chair back and asks me to open wide. So I do as I'm told, displaying my pearly whites. The dentist gazes down into my throat, peering around with a tiny little flashlight. Um, yep, Dr. Tooth says, talking to himself as he makes his observations. What is it, I ask? Do you see anything? Dr. Tooth turns on his flashlight. You say you're brushing every morning and night? I nod. Flossing too, questions the dentist. I shake my head. Not all the time, I admit. That's fine. That's fine. It wouldn't be causing the problem that we see here, explains Dr. Tooth. The dentist hesitates for a moment, combing through the file cabinet of his mind for any kind of solution. Have you tried having a dick in your mouth? Dr. Tooth asks. My heart skips a beat as he says this. The arousal that courses through my veins surges hard and causes me to become fully erect. No, I haven't. I finally admit. It's probably worth a shot, continues Dr. Tooth. I agree, I tell him, trying not to show my excitement at the idea and remain as professional as possible in the face of this handsome, saber-toothed dentist. 
Dr. Tooth stands and unzips his pants, pulling out an absolutely enormous cock. He steps forward and maneuvers his giant member towards my face, pressing its head up against my lips. Open wide and say, The prehistoric dentist instructs, I do as I'm told. Gladly accepting his enormous rod, Dr. Tooth holds his erect member still within my mouth as though he's trying to get a reading on things through the sensations within his dick. Any improvement? The saber-tooth questions. I shake my head ever so slightly, offering a negative grunt. Dr. Tooth nods and then begins to pump his cock in and out of me, slowly guiding his length towards my wet lips. How about that? prehistoric beast ask. I shake my head again. It's worse than I thought, Dr. Tooth announces. I'm going to have to take this all the way. The next thing I know, the handsome Sabretooth is fucking my face with a steady erotic rhythm, rocking his hips back and forth as I consume his shaft. Dr. Tooth places his hands on the back of my head, holding me in place as I service him. Eventually, the ancient dentist pushes his rod all the way down so that it drifts deeper and deeper into my neck and only comes to a stop when my face is pressed up fully against his incredible muscular abs. Dr. Tooth holds me here as long as I can take it, enjoying the expertly performed deep throat before finally letting me up for air. I gasp loudly, reeling from the experience as I struggle to collect my senses. How about now? asked the doctor. Your tooth still hurting. My enjoyment of this erotic encounter has certainly taken the edge off. But if I'm being totally honest with myself, I don't think my tooth is actually doing any better than before. I don't think so, I admit. Wow, says Dr. Tooth, stepping back for a moment and sizing me up. Let me ask you, do you have any pain in your butthole? I shake my head. Interesting. The prehistoric feline, his eyes narrowed in deep thought. Our bodies are connected from your eyes to your hands to your spleen. It's all working together. Sometimes these connections can manifest themselves in strange ways. I'm only mentioning this because it says on your chart that you got a very cute butt and that it's not getting pounded very often. Is that a problem, I ask? Well, yes and no explains the handsome saber-tooth. Some people can go their entire life without ever taking a pounding. Obviously, that sounds like a rather depressing life, but it can certainly be done. 
other people stop taking a pounding for less than a week, and the next thing you know, they're having problems all over their bodies. Like their tooth, I question. Exactly, says the dentist with a nod. I think that it's entirely possible the toothache in your mouth is caused by the lack of dick in your butt. That's just science. Wow, I had no idea, I tell him. Well, let's not get too carried away, explains the dentist. We'll need to perform some tests first. Why don't you climb up onto your hands and knees and turn around? I nod and then sit up on the recliner, turning around and popping my ass out towards Dr. Tooth. I glance back over my shoulder to see the prehistoric cat looking through his assortment of butt plugs that have been laid out on the tray before him. The dentist finally settles on a massive black plug and picks it up, stepping back over me. All right, let's pull these pants down, dock the tooth instructs. I do as I'm told, unbutton my jeans, and then slipping them down over the muscular curve of my ass. My underwear comes next, and soon enough, I'm completely exposed. You weren't kidding, Dr. Tooth offers. Very, very cute butt. Thanks, I tell him with a smile and a playful wink. Dr. Tooth gives my butt a playful slap and then grabs a bottle of lube, pouring some out onto the butt plug in his opposite hand. I watch as the slippery liquid runs down the side of this massive phallic sex object, enjoying the way that it now glints in the brilliant light from overhead. Ready, the saber-toothed dentist ask. I nod, then give my rump a little wiggle. Let's do this. Immediately, I can feel Dr. Tooth pushing the enormous anal plug up against the tightly peckered rim of my asshole. I'm trying my best to relax, but the size of this butt plug... I feel Dr. Tooth pushing the enormous anal plug up against the tightly puckered rim of my asshole. I'm trying my best to relax, but the size of the butt plug is not an easy sell for the muscles of my tiny sphincter. Deep breaths, Dr. Tooth instructs. I follow the dentist's suggestion. Breathing in and out, very slowly, for three meaningful pulses. On the last exhale, Dr. Tooth pushes forward and suddenly my asshole expands, allowing the giant plug to slip inside and fill me entirely. Oh my fucking God, I cry, gripping hard onto the chair below. I can't believe I was able to take that much in my ass. And although I am consumed by discomfort at the moment, it's only a matter of seconds before my body starts to relax. Soon enough, the ache begins to subside and is replaced by a potent sense of pleasurable fullness. 
the likes of which I have never before experienced. That feels fucking amazing, I tell Sabretooth. That's good, the beast replies. How's your tooth? I consider this a minute, checking in with myself now that most of my focus has gone to my butt. Unfortunately, I'm disappointed with what I find. My tooth is no better than before. I don't think this is working, I tell Dr. Tooth. The dentist considers this for a moment. I think we need to go harder. Harder, I question? This is a very serious case, the Sabretooth explains. You need the real thing. I nod. Then I gasp as the butt plug is suddenly removed from my anus. The next thing I know, there's a great weight on the chair behind me as Dr. Tooth climbs up into position. I can feel the head of his enormous prehistoric cock being aligned with my tight anal entrance. I brace myself for impact. Here we go, announces Dr. Tooth. The massive saber-toothed tiger slides into my butthole in one long, firm thrust, causing me to let out a startled howl of both pain and pleasure. I reach down between my legs, grab a hold of my hanging cock, stroking myself off in time with Dr. Tooth's confident pulses within my ass. My prehistoric lover starts slowly at first, picking up speed with every slam of his hips against my muscular backside. Immediately, I start to feel a strange orgasmic sensation burning up from deep inside me. The feeling spreading through my body like a warm, blissful liquid that spills across my veins. The longer we go, the more powerful it gets, until eventually I am shaking hard with pleasure. Give it to me, I begin to scream, overwhelmed with arousal. Fuck me up the ass like a good saber-toothed dentist. Pound me with that massive prehistoric dick. How's your tooth? The dentist asks in return. All business. I think about this for a moment, running my tongue across the top of its white cap. I'm shocked at what I find. Oh my God, I announce with complete surprise. It's feeling better. Dr. Tooth slams me on the rump in jovial excitement. That's great news. The only way to fix your mouth is to fix your butthole. And we're well on our way to a pounding that should hold you over for many years to come. Enthusiastic with our results, I hunker down and grab even tighter to the chair, anchoring myself with one hand while I continue to beat myself off frantically with the other. I'm rapidly approaching the edge of a powerful orgasm and not at all interested in holding back. I'm gonna come, I tell the saber-toothed dentist. Do it, he commands, giving it to me with everything he's got. The prehistoric beast is ramming into my butthole with all his force now. An anal jackhammer pounding away at my deepest, darkest depths in a primal gay fuckfest. 
just so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I need to read that again. Did not. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> the prehistoric beast is ramming into my butthole with all of his force now. An anal jackhammer pounding away at my deepest, darkest depths and a primal gay fuckfest. Suddenly the orgasm hits me hard. I throw my head back and let out a wild scream, my voice echoing out loudly through the entire dental clinic. My entire being is consumed with pleasure, every nerve of my body struggling to accommodate the feeling that washes over me like a tidal wave. Jizz ejects hard from the head of my dick, splattering across the chair below. Meanwhile, the handsome dentist has not slowed down for a second. Is your tooth better? The prehistoric creature demands to know, a frantic desperation in his voice. I consider the question for a moment, then my eyes go wide with surprise. Yes, I tell him. Oh my God, the pain is gone. Good, exclaims the dentist. It's time to seal it up. Suddenly, Dr. Tooth pulls out of me and stands upright on the chair, frantically beating himself off. Lay under me and open wide, the gorgeous dentist insists. I do, as I'm told, spinning around and then slipping down the recliner until I'm lying right below the enormous prehistoric beast cock, which he continues to stroke with reckless abandon. Smile, Dr. Tooth demands. I give him a wide, open-mouthed grin, and suddenly the expression is met with a cascade of jizz. The dentist pearly spunk spills across me in several payloads of cum. The warm liquid covers my face and mouth, creating a thick, milky sheen across my teeth. When the saber tooth finally finishes, he steps back, sweaty and exhausted as he struggles to collect himself. That was amazing, Dr. Two tells me. Great work, Meeper. I start to respond, but the prehistoric creature puts a finger up to stop me. Oh no, the dentist says, shaking his head. No words, not yet. You need to let the sealant set for at least 15 minutes. I nod back at him, my mouth still open wide and covered in cum. I'm going to go clean up, Dr. Tooth announces. My assistant will be here shortly to help you. Very, very nice work. The Sabretooth gives me a friendly pat on the shoulder as he leaves. A job well done. After the weeks of horrible pain I'd experienced before meeting Dr. Tooth, I would feel like a complete asshole if I didn't return to the clinic to thank him personally for his service. I'm so satisfied with the result that I brought along a handwritten note and a gift card for the handsome creature, a token of my gratitude. The first strange thing I noticed on the drive over is that the billboard is nowhere to be found. It's not just the advertisement for Sabretooth Dentistry that has changed to something new, it's that the entire structure is missing. At first, I'm convinced I must have taken a wrong turn somewhere along the way. But as I investigate further, I find that everything else on the street is exactly the same. 
Eventually, I pull up to Dr. Tooth's dental clinic and I'm shocked by what I find. Where the building once stood is an old, dilapidated ruin, the walls caving in on themselves and overgrown with vines. The windows have been boarded up and the ones that aren't have been broken and smashed. I park and climb out of the car. My mind struggles to understand what I'm seeing. I was just here a few days ago, and yet the decay of the structure suggests that it's been closed down for years. I suddenly notice someone walking by on the sidewalk, clad in a standard issue dental assistant uniform. Hey, I shout, running over to them. Excuse me, do you work here? The man looks over my shoulder at the crumbling building. Here? He replies with a laugh. Are you serious? You're wearing the uniform, I countered. The man looks down at himself and then chuckles. Oh yeah, no, I'm just walking to work. I'm at Dr. Pete Riker's clinic. It's just about a mile from here. I'm lost in a sea of confusion, desperately trying to figure out if this is all just some elaborate prank. You don't work for Dr. Tooth, I ask. The saber-toothed tiger? He's been dead for 10 years. It suddenly hits me. Dr. Tooth had been a phantom this whole time. I'm going to be late, the dental assistant announces before continuing on his way. I'm left standing in complete shock, slowly turning around to gaze at the ruins of saber-toothed dental, still thankful for the prehistoric ghost who helped me out when I needed it the most. Dang, can't believe that twist ending. Would have been a real dang surprise if it was not in the title of book. Oh, well, maybe next time. Anyway, thank you for listening to this important tale. And thank you to M. Lamar for proving love in this way. And remember, next time you go to a saber-toothed dentist, make sure he is not a ghost. Uh, unless you think that is more handsome. And then maybe look at the best saber-toothed ghost dentist in a specific way. Most of all, never forget that sometimes buckaroos have an unexpected way, and that's okay, as, as long as it proves love. Maybe sometimes Surfman wants to have long hair and tattoos, and maybe sometimes he, he wants to have short hair and wear a fish. Either way, it is okay, depends on what Surfman feels like. Now try on buckaroos, get out there and prove love in your own unique way, and never forget, love is real! Pounded in the Butt by My Own Podcast is a Night Vale Presents production. Written and hosted by Dr. Chuck Tingle. Our editor is Grant Stewart. Our sound designer, mixer, and composer is Vincent Cachion. Our producer is Christy Gressman. Our assistant producer is Adam Cecil. The theme song is Proving Love is Real by Caged Animals, which is now available to stream or purchase wherever you get your music. This episode was narrated by M. Lamar. The logo was created by Chuck Tingle. Very special thanks to Joseph Fink. You can get the book, Open Wide for the Handsome Sabertooth Dentist Who is Also a Ghost, and many other classic tinglers on Amazon or at chucktingle.com. For more information, go to pounditinthebuttbymyownpodcast.com. Remember to subscribe wherever you like listening to podcasts, and thanks for listening. Hey. 
Hey, do you ever have trouble falling asleep and you wish someone would come over and just read you a bedtime story to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake? And the bedtime story was long enough that you didn't have to worry about listening or didn't have to worry about falling asleep right away? Well, I, I tried to make that into a podcast. It's called Sleep With Me, and it's here on Night Vale Presents or wherever you consume your podcasts. I'd love it if you check it out and I can help you fall asleep. A good night.